What's going on, everyone in the entire world? Uh, of course, you know who I am. I am DJ, the host of the Torres Podcast. And uh, we're going to be talking about NXT TakeOver In Your House. I really should just call it NXT In Your House TakeOver. I think that kind of sounds better, but it is what it is. This is the first In Your House event since 1999. Uh, the last one being the Valentine's Day, or the St. Valentine's Day uh, Massacre, which featured Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vincent Kennedy McMahon inside of a steel cage where Paul White, a.k.a. the Big Show, the Giant, uh, made his WWF debut. Um, That was the last time they had it in your house, so. This is historic. This is 21 years later. I am currently inside of a hotel again uh, doing this podcast. Uh, I am laying down. I am extra tired. I have been up since 5 in the morning for work. And uh, forgive me for the yawns and stuff. I had some water, but it was hot. So um, I was going to use that to just kind of. Uh, sip on during the podcast because you know I ain't got no beer or nothing to sip on. I ain't got no coffee. Yeah, I know that I just got that water. Although I do got a, a corner store right here that I, cut, I guess I could have just went to and got me some coffee or something. But it is what it is. Uh, before we get into uh, uh, in your house, I do want to talk about, of course, <clears throat> I am not oblivious to what is going on in the world. I am half black. I understand there is the Uh, Black Lives Matter movement that has been going on for years uh, now, so this is nothing new. But of course, uh, within the the past month or weeks, whatever you want to call it, um, of course there was the death of uh, uh, Mr. Floyd and... um, it has, of course, sparked protests and riots throughout the nation. Uh, and I know a lot of people are against what's going on. I am someone who says fight for what you believe in. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with hurting innocent people, um, especially like certain, like, I don't want to say certain, but especially like store owners, uh, or just, you know, just people trying to defend their businesses. Uh, you, you you see a lot of black businesses being hurt. Uh, when this is a, supposed to be a movement for those uh, people, for you know, for black people. Uh, that sounded kind of wrong, those people. Uh, forgive me for that. That kind of sound, sounded really wrong. But, uh, again, like I said, I am mixed. I am uh, Hispanic and black, so... I know what it feels like to be um, uh, racially profiled or or being called the N-word. I got into a fight in the fifth grade because someone called me the N-word. So, trust me, I know how it all feels. Um, I got my ass whooped, by the way. Uh, Guy was definitely bigger than I was, but... um, yeah, man, it's just. <gasps> <clears throat> I 
it's a lot of stuff going on right now in the world. It's crazy that as all of this stuff is happening, we have not heard one thing about... Well, I guess I don't say one thing because they just put out a report saying that there's been a jump in the coronavirus because of the protests and all this bullshit. But other than that, like the coronavirus has been kind of silent and... uh we, we see how that all went, right? Like, is coronavirus real now? I mean, I, I, I still think it's real, but, you know, it, I don't think it's as serious as, as they tried to make it be. Um, but, yeah, so, again, fight for what you believe in. Um, don't, don't just stand by and let people disrespect you or put you down because of the color of your skin, whether you're black, you're brown, or even if you're white. You know, because um, white people aren't the only ones that are racist. Uh, they're the, the ones with the most privilege, uh, but they're not the only ones that are racist. Trust me, I, I've seen Hispanics that are racist towards black people. I've seen Hispanics that are racist towards white people. I've seen black people that are racist towards Hispanics and towards white. And I am of the belief that everyone, we're all human. We're all people, you know, we're all going to die some fucking day. Uh, we all start off as fucking innocent babies, and that's just crazy to me. I look at my kids, and I'm just like, you two are so pure because you're so innocent, and you haven't had to deal with all the bullshit um, that a lot of people uh, have had to deal with in their life, um, but you're go they're going to eventually have to deal with bullshit. Like, life is just the endless repeating cycle like no matter what uh everything repeats itself uh and that that really sucks um especially being a parent uh but you know we we've all started just so innocent and we all grew up and growing up you just realize and you you witness and you know you see just how cool just humanity as a whole can be and i just wish it wasn't like that um i am the furthest thing from a racist i love every like any race it does not matter to, i mean yeah i make you know like stereotypical jokes everyone does especially with friends and stuff like that uh, but i will never go out of my way ever to put someone down because <clears throat> because of the color of their skin i just don't think that that's right i don't think i, I i'm not gonna walk around and call and just look at a white person and say you know hey you don't belong you shouldn't be listening to fucking rap music you cracker or i'm not gonna go to a black person and and, and say nigger or i'm not gonna go to a hispanic person or a mexican person and call them a wetback or an asian person a chink like, all that shit is fucking retarded. And if you feel like your life needs to be that, and that's that's the way that you need to live your life, then something's wrong with you. You need to fucking reevaluate your life. Because uh, that just means there's a lot of hate in your heart. And there's a lot of mental issues going on with you uh, yourself. Um... If you have hate in your heart, that just means you hate. There's some part of you that hates yourself. That That's all that means. 
um, you're you're not happy about something, and it's causing you to be hateful towards others, and that's just it's it's just fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous that it's 2020, and we have to deal with all kinds of nonsense and all this bullshit, and it's fucking silly that we are the laughing like we're the country that people laugh at like our leader is fucking terrible our our society as a whole is fucking terrible like it's it's just it's mind-blowing and for those people out there that are saying they need to take their country back this wasn't your country to begin with you know uh this is not our country we fucking it, uh, invaded the country and overtook it and we're now we're just living here and it's just it's <clears throat> it's just ridiculous it's just a ridiculous time it's ridiculous that this is still going on like I said in the year 2020 it's ridiculous that um, people have to tell like and just people of color have to whether you're black you're Hispanic whatever you have to tell your kids like you know unfortunately growing up you're gonna face a shit ton of of problems um from law enforcement or from uh someone uh of a a lighter complexion who just thinks they're better than you like this is just the way it works um trust me it it it, it's hard to say it gets better because kind of like honestly when you look at it it really doesn't but Anyways, uh, I've I've rambled on too long. Let's get into uh, takeover in your house. Um, I just want to first say, like, Fight Pit was the greatest thing ever. Uh, <laughs> I know it's been like a week or so since it's happened. I think I talked about it on the AEW uh, recap episode that I did. <clears throat> but Fight Pit is like, oh, that was the greatest concept ever. Uh, Matt Riddle, of course, has moved on to SmackDown, uh, so it doesn't look like him and Pete are going to be tagging anymore. Um, honestly, I w- it would have been dope if they just saved Fight Pit for this uh, um, pay-per-view, but I, I, I see they, I understand they did it because, of course, they want to beat AEW in ratings. Um, to my understanding, this show was taped already, like they're, you know, they've been taping a bunch of shit. So this is a tape pay-per-view. Um, of course, without fans and stuff being there, they're able to keep the uh, results um, to themselves, and, and they're not out there. Same thing with WrestleMania and shit like that. Uh, so there's six matches on the card. Like I said, it's, it's a taped pay-per-view, and I have no idea what the results are. So let's dive into this. We will start with... The six women tag team match. We have Mia Yim, who I'll be honest, man, she's kind of hot. Like I didn't really notice that. She's awesome, fucking hot. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. Oh, another one of my favorites. Oh, love Tegan. Uh, taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel's another one of my favorites too. God damn it, damn it, boy. Uh. It's really hard to see who takes the pin in this match. Like, I guess they can have Tegan take the pin. Um, ah, it's really hard. I really don't know who wins this match. Like, I'm looking at it, 
and like I'm looking, and I know a lot of these feuds are intertwined. Um, the two I definitely don't see taking the pin are Shotzi or Raquel. I'm going to go with the team of Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez for the win with uh, Raquel pin, pinning Tegan. I'm going to go with that that prediction. And um, I, think it's, I, I think it's going to be a really – I think that's going to be a pretty good six women, women's uh, tag match. There's really not much to say on it. Like it was just thrown together this past uh, Wednesday because they had some kind of altercation or whatever. So there's that. Uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. This is probably just going to be a, a throwaway, like a one-off feud match. I see Balor winning. It's so weird. Like, Balor came in as a face. He turned heel. Then he's going to feud with Imperium. That fell through because of the virus. And uh, now he's facing Damian Priest, who's a heel. But, like, is Balor face again? Or, you know, like, what's going on with that? Um... I don't know. It's kind of weird. I see Balor winning, uh, to be honest. Like, I don't see him taking the L here. At least I hope not. Uh, Priest, like, I don't know. I don't care for him that much, to be honest. He's just whatever to me. So, uh, yeah, I got I got Finn Balor for the win. There's really not much to say on that. Uh, I think uh, I really can't <clears throat> wait for them. To get back to that Balor and uh, Walter feud, because that's going to be amazing uh, when that finally fucking happens. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, Kevin Cross, whatever you want to call him, uh, with Scarlet. Oh, she's so fine, too. Um, this is a really hard one. So, like, do they take the AEW booking where they bring in a new guy, and then have him lose on pay-per-view, you know, like they did Lance Archer and Sean Spears. Um, or do they have Tommaso Ciampa lose another match since he's been back? He lost to uh, Cole. He's lost to Gargano. And now it's like, is he going to lose to Cross? Because that's a lot of losses, man. Uh it's so weird. Like, Gargano and Ciampa were, like, top, top, top of NXT. Uh-oh. Now, I mean, I guess Ciampa is still the top babyface in NXT. But, like, he's been losing so much, you know? Like, it's, I don't know, it's so hard to, like, this. these matches are kind of hard to fucking pick winners for. Uh, not all of them, just some of them. Um... I see Cross winning with Scarlet interfering unless unless they make him like a super fucking monster and he destroys Ciampa like Archer should have done Rhodes at uh, Double or Nothing. I'm going to go with Cross for the win by Scarlet interfering. Um, and I think... I think this will move Cross. I think Cross will probably beat Ciampa. They'll probably have another match or two. And then Cross moves on to either the world title or the NX or the uh, North American Championship. I think he's, he's going to move on to one of those. Uh, I don't think. I think Triple H is probably going to be high on him. And we're going to see him push to 
a, one of the one of the titles uh, fairly soon. Uh, as for Champa, man, I I don't know. I know he's saying he doesn't want to go to the main roster. The only thing right now is like the main roster is technically in the same spot where uh, NXT is, which is the Performance Center or Full Sail or whatever the hell they are. Um, so like he really wouldn't have to travel, you know. But we'll see. We'll see how that that plays out. All right, let's discuss our one of the first championship matches of the night. Uh, Charlotte Flair defends the title against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. I think Charlotte drops the title here. And the reason I say that is because, one, it's a triple threat match, so she does not have to be pinned. Uh, two, Becky Lynch, of course, is gone for the next year and a half or so <clears throat> due to being pregnant, right? So I'm going to believe that Vince wants Charlotte back on Raw full-time. I know she's been pulling, like, triple duty and shit, and she's been, like, all over everyone's fucking TV and everyone's fucking getting mad about it. But I feel like she's going to drop the title here. I think we see EO get the belt finally uh, by pinning. Um, what's his what's her name? Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley. Which kind of sucks for Rhea. It's so fucking crazy, right? Like, Ripley beat Shayna Baszler, who was this fucking unstoppable monster beast fucking person, right? Only to fucking uh, drop the belt so soon to Charlotte. I think she had, like, what? One or two defenses. I think she probably defended against uh, Baszler once. Maybe I could be wrong, but I know she defended against Bianca Belair, who went to Raw and is doing nothing. Uh, and then, of course, defended against Charlotte at Mania and fucking lost. And then you have Baszler who went to Raw and dominated in the fucking Elimination Chamber, lost to Becky at Mania, and is now doing Nothing on Raw. So, the top three talents that were in NXT, like, it's like they lost a lot of fucking steam. Uh, Baszler, Belair, and Ripley. It's so weird. But everyone takes a fucking backseat to Becky, Charlotte, um, Sasha, and Bailey. Like, that's just... That's just rule 101 when it comes to the women's division on any brand. You're going to take a backseat to those four. So I think Shirai beats Ripley, and then they probably feud over the belt with uh, Ripley eventually getting the title during uh, SummerSlam weekend, um, whether it be on the SummerSlam card or it be on um, another TakeOver event that weekend or something. I don't know. Or the weekend before. Uh, but yeah, I don't see Charlotte walking out with the belt here. Um, I think she moves over to Raw and feuds with Asuka again. I think we will get that. Um, either that or she feuds with Baszler. I mean, like, we don't even know if Charlotte's a face or a heel. <clears throat> Nor do we know where, where the fuck happened to Shayna Baszler. We don't know if she's, like, fucking alive still or... I don't know. Anyways, uh... Yeah, man. 
The women's division is crazy right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, Keith Lee defends his title against Johnny Gargano, the North American Championship. This is also a tough one to predict. Lee won the belt, I think, back in January, if I'm not mistaken. I think he won it before the Rumble. He's been crazy pushed. And then Gargano barely turned heel. You know, he's like a favorite in, to management over there in NXT. Um, like, it's so... I don't know. This card is so weird to predict. It really is. Uh, I think... Damn it. I don't know. Like... I know there's supposed to be some call-ups coming soon. Does Lee go to Raw with Dijakovic and they do their feud on there? Does Gargano go to Raw even though he said he's NXT for life? Does he go to SmackDown? Does Lee go to SmackDown? Like, I don't know. I. This is another thing. Like, does Gargano lose? <laughs> or does Lee lose? Like, it's so hard. I think, La- I think Larray helps Gargano win. I think Gargano, um, beats Lee and goes on. Gar, I think we get Gargano. I don't know. I really don't. Unless Lee wins and he fused with Balor, like that could be the only. F- I don't see. Who Lee can feud with unless it's Balor or Cross. Because um, you can't put Gargano with Cross because they're both heels. You can't put Gargano. I mean, yeah, you can't put Gargano with Balor because, like, they're both heels, I think. And then, of course, they just did that feud. So, I would. I mean, if Gargano wins, who does he feud with? Ciampa again? Or, like,. You know, it's so fucking hard right now, especially with the virus going on uh, still and everything. And I don't know. I, I'm going to say Gargano wins and he continue, continues the feud with Lee, with Lee eventually getting the belt back and then moving on to face Cross or Balor. That's going to be my current prediction right now. Um, And then, of course, I'm just going to talk about it again after the show anyways and guess where they're going to go with whoever wins, so. Uh, main event is going to be Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream in a back lot brawl, which is essentially a parking lot brawl. Uh, a parking lot brawl. When was the last time they did that match? I know they did it with Guerrero and Cena. That That's probably like the, um, the only match, the only one they did maybe. But I want to say they did two of them. Uh, and I think Guerrero beat Cena in that one. Uh, this one, I think the loser definitely is getting called up to the main roster. So if Velveteen Dream loses, it's the last time, or he cannot challenge for the world title again as long as Cole holds it, and Cole has held the title for over a year. I think Dream wins, and Cole and Undisputed Era go to um, SmackDown. I would say Raw, but they got the the Messiah group over there with Seth and, and his, his goons. Um, and I don't think... SmackDown has really too much stables uh, other than the New Day because the Forgotten Sons may be done with because Jackson Riker apparently is a fucking racist, so they may get rid of that motherfucker. Um, 
I see Dream winning. I see Dream taking the belt here finally, and then uh, Cole and E are uh, Ue going up to SmackDown. <clears throat> I'm not sure how that works. If he if he resigns a new contract by going up to SmackDown or, or how any of that works, because there's rumors of his contract expiring in September, so he can leave and go be with um, Baker and AEW. So. I, I don't know I don't know how that's gonna play out. Uh, it's all gonna depend on how they want to keep him happy. I guess um, it's gonna be this whole show. I guarantee, like in my opinion, is so unpredictable to me. It may not be unpredictable to a lot of you, but it's unpredictable to me because I just a lot of these finishes. I just don't see how how or what they're gonna do. Other than the Charlotte Flair and and Ripley and Io Shirai, I firmly believe Charlotte's dropping that belt. Um, and I think Shirai's going to be the one to take it because they can have Ripley just do another chase. Uh, Balor and Priest is completely predictable. But everything else, in my opinion, is just not predictable. So two out of two out of six matches is, are predictable. And um, I really think there's, whoever loses the Dream and Cole match are being called up. Um, and also, if you notice, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly did not win the number one's contenders, uh, tag title match, so that could be another clue. Um, I don't know where the hell Roderick Strong is, but then there's Dexter Loomis, right? Like, does he cost Dream the match and then feuds with Undisputed Era, or does he... Or does Dream lose and then Loomis feuds with uh, Undisputed Era and then Dream goes up to the main roster? Does Dream win and then Loomis attacks him after the match and turns heel? Like I I don't I, I really I don't know what's gonna go on. I, this is so hard, but I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna go with Dream. Um, I do know that this match was was uh, filmed like in a cynic cinematic style kind of uh, thing like the. Boneyard and the Firefly Funhouse <clears throat> and the Stadium Stampede and the Ken Shamrock Callahan and the Money in the Banks and all those other fucking filmed cinematic matches that have been going on. So um, it should be fun, hopefully. I think WWE has been, well, I don't want to say they have been because Money in the Banks kind of whack. Uh, this should be another two-hour, three-hour show. Uh, this is why they only have six matches. Vince isn't trying to put on long pay-per-views right now. So, anyways, very, very unpredictable show. Um, be kind to each other, please, people. This is a very crucial time. We need to stick together. We need to come together and just um, spread love and joy instead of hate. Uh, like there's not much else I can say about that. Just you know, be nice. Don't bully people, please. Don't fucking be racist to people. Uh, don't be a dumbass like our president, that guy there, man. And uh, you know, stay safe. Stay fucking safe, cause people unfortunately have taken. Uh, the riots and shit too far. Um, there's just a lot of people out there doing them just to do them, just because they have nothing better to do with their life. So, um, 
that's all I have for this uh, podcast episode. It's a fairly short one coming in around 29, 30 minutes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. I'm out. Peace.